Casey Reeves. <laughs> Casey <laughs> Reeves. There's Casey a full. Reeves. There's a full version that we use on the radio show. There's like a full, there's like verses and he's a very talented musician who like legitimate. That was like the one thing when we started the radio show. I was like. I got this idea for this song. Casey, <laughs> here's basically shitty instructions. He's like, I, I got it. Thanks. It's the full version. Like, there's a verse about Chris, and then there's a verse yeah. about Travis, and then other Basically. Chris. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly That's exactly It's like, like, like Yeah. How did it go? How it you, was like... Uh, Actors and comedians so, every day. Uh, uh, on the radio. <laughs> one is oh, black. Wait, no, how'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? Uh, one is black. One, one is white. Right. Turn that radio, radio up tonight. tonight. <laughs> Football, <laughs> baseball, <laughs> MMA. Comedians uh, and writers like every day. Okay. No. <laughs> Football, so baseball, it, MMA. It rhymed. MMA. It was legit. It was a legit song. Yeah. One is fast and one is slow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. One is fast. One is slow. Yeah. That was good. That was the uh, original theme. Hey, everybody, it's We Are Live. We're at Midcoast <laughs> Studio, midcoast.media for more information. And uh, tonight at uh, Sophie's on the second floor of our building, 3224 Locust is where you get it. Jack Daniels specials, Schlafly specials start at 4 p.m. Happiest Hour, comedy series, 6 o'clock. Kate Barton will be on the show tonight. Kate, good to have you in studio. Thank you. We've been friends for a while. You've got mm. Travis's screenwriting um cult that you're a part of. I'm really enjoying <laughs> that. I've been a part of a few, and it's, so far this is my favorite. I've sat there nice. for them creepily, watching from afar, like, ooh, look at him right. Uh, <laughs> and I don't like giving Travis compliments because he's a horrible bastard. I am not humble. It's It's gone so well. Those are so, everybody's so thoughtful and... Uh, I almost lost him when Travis called the room a safe space, but I did call outside it a safe of space. that. Outside, <laughs> I, of, I knew what you were. I didn't raise you because I knew what you were doing. You were saying, "Don't well, be, did. don't be afraid to talk about your fucked right, up ideas." Right. And uh, but other than that, so there's been the St. Louis <laughs> Writers Collective happening. Proudly right used that word, Gardner. Yeah, <laughs> he did say safe space, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go shut this thing down." But, uh, it has gone well. But Kate's a comedian here in town. Also an actor and uh, has put together her own movie. She's doing all kinds of different stuff. So we're excited to have her on Happiest Hour tonight with Libby Higgins and Molly Ambergy. What did you say yourself and Molly would be doing tonight? Libby's oh. headlining. You two are. Libby's headlining. I said uh, Molly Ambergy and I would be scissoring. Oh, Molly's been on the show. Oh, so you guys be wanna... arts and crafts tonight. Yes, oh, that's exactly. really cool. That's Molly... a new thing to add to the program. <laughs> Molly and I are notorious. Like we're we're very good friends and we hang out a lot. And Sounds she... like it. Sounds like it. Obviously. We're the St. Louis Scissor Sisters. Okay. Uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I think the community's been like inferring that for a while. So now it's just like we're just come we're we're just gonna come out tonight. It we're just gonna coming okay there it is happiest hour oh boy. scissor hour uh, oh boy. tonight six o'clock should, put a tarp down just should i run that <laughs> should i run that by the folks at the cranesburg yeah you know yeah. they're progressive folks they won't mind That's right you thought fringe was wild yeah <laughs> i'm i'm more excited because my my new boyfriend will be first of all don't act like you get up on that mic treat it like a lady I'm sorry. treat we it like molly okay there you go yeah. get it right well there. that's different oh, oh boy. okay <laughs> there it is so your boyfriend's coming tonight that's he's coming tonight and then also this is you, but you said you no you buried that this is the first time he's seen you perform yeah he's never Wait, seen me perform shut before. your face if that's not reason enough to yeah. come see kate perform tonight see so do you him have, react do you have so jokes nervous. about him not yet not really okay. uh not yet it's just like i 
Okay, I he got a big elephant dick. Oh, no. Let me tell you about my boyfriend, All elephant right. dick. Now it just got really real. Well, it okay. got really awkward. Um, okay. What? I don't know. I yeah. feel like that would be a joke. You, is that how that's Kate not, does jokes? I feel like that's, that's, a, that's, how, that's, that's, that's the Kate I know. That's not even a joke. I think yeah. that's, a, that's how she leads into her joke. Like, let me sounds, tell you about my boyfriend, elephant dick. It just sounds like that's something you're wondering. Yeah. You don't want your boyfriend to come to your first show and you'd be like, he's got a small penis. Oh, got to over. We gotta joke go. about you that. know we got a big oh, elephant dude. I will write that. that with you later today if you want to oh, throw that oh, to yourself. Oh, that's mm. so you're coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he will be now. Hey now. Oh, you, know, you know who else is coming though is my son's there's a group of teachers at my son's elementary school who I'm have sorry? been wanting to come see me do stand up. Uh, his kin- he's in first grade now. It's one of those monastery schools teachers. or something. What's wrong with these teachers? I, I don't know. They're, they don't but like out. five of them are coming tonight. Five? Like, oh, if this so goes your son bad. must be very special to need five teachers. Well, he, he doesn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay, you get five for one okay, child. I, yeah, I didn't do that. No, there's seriously five ki- there's five a, teachers. There's a group of five teachers who are going to come and and watch tonight's show. So, if so it you're goes, bringing your boyfriend. If it goes south, this could ruin <laughs> my relationship. <laughs> it could follow my son throughout his academic career. Right. Um, there's a lot riding on tonight. Oh, well, that's your bad. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, you know, maybe, you, maybe you just invite some friends that'll never come I to the didn't show. Even and invite them. I, I invited none of them. No. Oh, because I'm, I'm very self. I'm still at a point where I'm self-conscious mm. about like inviting. About how far away you sit when you're talking to the mic. Okay. Okay. Right upon it. Right okay. in there. It's uh, not even innuendo. I feel like I'm loud. I feel like no. Well, I'm not. Get right upon it. Chris no. has this. Trip, okay. Tryptomania. I feel like I'm being tripped. Gardner, right tell her as a producer, where should she be? Well, I mean, it's helpful. <laughs> For people to be able to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's a start. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, I commend you for your bravery and performing in front of uh, those will be the only six people there tonight. So it's just going to be them. That's and you. I'm so scared. And I'll turn. Is actually super. Have you have you had a moment like that in the uh, stage stuff you've done? I'll, I mean, I've told it eight million times, but telling a story about a stripper in East St. Louis in front of 2,000 people at the pageant. And all I see is my parents three. <laughs> rose back out of this entire crowd. I mean, that's an it's interesting amazing. place to be because you can't act. You just got to sell it. You just got to go for it. It's amazing when you're on stage and especially when we were at the pageant and it's incredibly crowded, sold out. And when you tell that joke, somehow your loved ones are the only ones you see. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. you, you, everyone else, you like, everything is blurry. The room freezes. Everybody is just a blur. And then, but you just happen to catch the eyes and face of your loved ones when you're talking about so this one time when a stripper squirted on me like okay. that, I don't know why that happens when you're on stage but yes I have done that when I was well, dating someone I did a joke about her it was a fairly crowded room and the only person I can see behind the lights was her face just her going, red eyes hair yeah. just like you son of a bitch yeah. how'd, but I think, how'd that work out for you I think they broke up a couple days later if I remember right that is a live podcast? Well, it wasn't because of the joke. Oh. But yes, <laughs> that was at the ready room, if you guys were curious. <laughs> so we'll blame Libby Higgins, who's uh, headlining tonight. She was on that show with us at the ready room that was three years time. ago, that four years ago. That was a lot of fun, ago. though. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Kate, give us uh, another. In- have you had any instances even near having five teachers and a boyfriend 
Seeing you that no, performing, acting could be tough too, though, right? Yeah, um, but I mean, like as far as stand-up, I feel like I've progressed to a point where, like, when you start out, you're worried what everybody's gonna think of you. Like, that's what most people's fear of doing stand-up is. They get up and they're worried what people are gonna think about. I them can't do it. So and so from elementary school is here, or so and so my cousin's here. I can't I do that mean, joke. I like, in front of like complete yeah. strangers. Sure. Now, I, I don't care if strangers are are here. It's more about I get more upset like if uh, a joke didn't go the way I thought it was mm -hmm. going to go. So, I mean, I'm comfortable in that, but y yes, the loved ones thing still kind of gets have you performed? <laughs> have you performed in front of any family members? Um, you know, I did uh, my very first two shows that I did, and I kind of can't believe I did them, were um, Kelsey McClure had a, uh, a Mother's Day mm. show. Nice. And um, she asked me to be on it to do like a stand-up set, and I had never really done stand-up mm -hmm. before. But it was um, all moms on the show. Uh, moms or some of the local comics like brought their moms. Like I think oh, the first year I yeah. was on, Jonathan Benagoni brought his mother. Yes. Because um, she she inter like she uh, combines like stand-up with like games that mm -hmm. you know. People play with their people. It was with a their fun show. Yeah. It was a fun show. Um, but the reason she asked me was because my first feature that I made was about two women who form a stand up comedy mom band. And That's so, funny. like, That's I had written like like a film. songs from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a feature, and I wrote songs for it and stuff like that with the group uh, Hazard to Your Booty. Oh, I love That's Hazard to Your Booty, one of my favorites. That's a serious, serious, That's a serious band. band. They're fantastic. But yeah, so that kind of opened the door for me. And then doing my version of a set at the time uh it was it was fun and you know like i got into stand-up because i thought it was kind of a cool um writing and performance tool right so i could learn brevity which right. i'm still struggling with <laughs> oh god um, trust i understand that <laughs> that happens travis understands i think no that's kind of unique because i actually haven't heard a ton of other comedians say that i i i essentially uh, use stand-up for that, those means to be mm -hmm. able to, uh, one, it's the call and response. You, you're able to take something that you've written and you kind of get an immediate reaction from the audience. But to that point, uh, yeah, you learn about brevity. You learn a little bit about timing, which obviously is very important when you're mm -hmm. attempting to write. Yeah, mm -hmm. certainly. Um, again, I'm going to remind everybody tonight, 6 o'clock, uh, happiest hour, St. Louis. Uh, what's the difference between being on stage in a play and being out there? Like you're, you're somebody else. Right? Do you feel you? Do you ever feel like this is a weird question? Do you feel like you're somebody else when you're doing stand-up? I think it would be much different because there's a shield when you're when you. I would feel like there's a shield when you're acting. I don't know. I think I'm more. I I, I think I generally translate on stage the way I am in mm -hmm. person. I I feel really. I, I'm thankful for doing like theater and stuff. Um, in the past, because I feel like it made me very comfortable on stage. Just automatically, that, just yeah, that yeah, experience. Yeah. But um, I mean, you're definitely more vulnerable. Although I did go through this period for a while, and I think a lot of people still go through it when you start stand up. You're trying to find your voice mm -hmm. because, like, for a while, I didn't want to tell jokes about my child um, yeah. because I didn't want to get labeled like the mom comedian. Ah, uh, like, smart. Right. That makes sense. You know, but but then I talked about my vagina a lot, so now I'm the vagina comedian. Uh. Um, I don't, you know, so it's like. <laughs> You're avoiding one, <laughs> end up doing the other. They're both they're it's, they're very connected too. Who do you want to be? Because like mm. for me specifically, <laughs> what's your because process like, when writing a joke about your lady? <laughs> because like for me specifically, I I had my son when I was I got pregnant when I was like 23, um, so I consider myself like a young mom. Although I forget that there are people who do that on purpose. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Right. And, and I'm single, so like I feel like I was kind of going between those two worlds, so kind of picking which voice I wanted to do, but then I eventually just combined them, kind of. I don't know. I just... I've gotten to a point where I definitely feel more comfortable on stage and feel more in command of the stage. So well, we're proud of you. Yeah. Great work. You. Uh, you. you know who else does great work? St. Louis Counseling Services. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Let's hear very, more about them. It's yes. very <laughs> throw it to you, Gardner. Uh, St. Louis Counseling Services online. They have counseling services for schools, individuals, businesses alike. No matter your income level, they can help you. Stlouiscounseling.org is the website. Very simple to find it. You can see all of their capabilities, services, locations. That's stlouiscounseling.org online. And check out the podcast, Mental Health Matters, where Tom Duff interviews folks from St. Louis and beyond about stigmas surrounding mental health. That's Mental Health Matters. Search it out online. What are some of the challenges of being a mom and being an entertainer? What are some of the things that maybe people don't know about how you go about and, of course, achieving what you want to do from a career side, but also being mm -hmm. a mom that's there for their child and uh, obviously raising a child is difficult enough, mm -hmm. but also trying to do that while pursuing uh, your career. How have you learned to balance and what are some of the challenges that people may not be aware of? Um, I mean, the, the, the struggle for me right now is, is finding time to see him because like over the summer we had got to spend like a lot of our days together right. and now that he's back in school, I basically see him uh, Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, and then a little on Sunday. Right. Um, and Monday and Wednesday are definitely two of the hot like open mic nights. So right. that's, that's a struggle. Um, we, we stay with my parents. We live with them. They're very helpful in um, helping me take care of him so that I can pursue that's awesome uh, that's pursue awesome these different things i actually i have a thing about this um i actually don't mind being a single mom and trying to pursue film and comedy now at this stage in my life because going back when i was a kid um one of my one of my aunts uh got pregnant before they like got married sure. and I was the flower girl in their wedding <laughs> and uh after for a while after that I, I played a game called pregnant wedding where I would like walk around in my flower girl dress that mm. looked like a bridal gown with a basketball shoved under mm. my shirt I actually mimic this in my movie there's a scene uh, with a little girl walking around like that um but then my mom like really came down on me and she wanted to beat the order of things into me. She's like, first you graduate high school, then you go to college, then you get a job, then you get married, then you have a baby. And she really beat that really? into me really? to no avail because <laughs> I, got, I got to the college part. I finished that. Then yeah. I went on vacation. Then I had a baby. And oh, now I'm still. No. Um, We've all been there. <laughs> now I'm still. But, you know, like I think there's that, that pressure on women to – before they get married, like build up their career. And then like having kids does change things. And a lot of women like kind of step back from mm. their career to, you know, raise their children. Um, but I feel like now I'm to a point where like, okay, have the kid. Now I can, I have this like dream of moving to New York when my son is 18 and I'm 42. I have like the 20, I, I like have a 20 dream. year old dream. That's kind of fun. I have like the 20 year old's dream of like moving to New York <laughs> and being an actor, but I'll be 42, you know? <laughs> So maybe I'll have a decent nest egg by then. <laughs> Can you help her out with some of that planning? Very, 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 very possible. I think that makes sense. Uh, there was um, Adam Carolla said women aren't funny. What do you say to you that piece statement? Piece of shit. <laughs> I'm never no, said. I kid, of course. Uh. But no, there are a lot of people out there like Adam Carolla who say what? things like that. <laughs> Literally and, making uh, you, this up. No, uh, 
No, we, but uh, did you, uh, how are you enjoying this lovely writing workshop uh, being held oh. by Travis Terrell? Oh, okay. oh uh, I'm, in, I'm enjoying that immensely because I have, um, I, well, I do think women are funny. Let's get that off, but I don't want to. Take that, Corolla. I don't, don't want to start. Ah, <laughs> yeah, we showed his ass. I'm here to promote a show not to start beef with Adam Corolla, so I'm going to. To your okay. question of your uh, workshop, that was never I fun. have I writing is my favorite thing to do, um, and so I have a lot of script writing. I would say is my top right. thing that I go after. Um, and sometimes I think when you get stuck writing, you can. What's great about the arts is you can go different avenues. Like you can try stand up, and sometimes that'll unstick you from where you are. The point, yeah. In your in your writing, and it so. I don't know. I think it's all important, but uh, yeah, I have a bunch of scripts that I've started writing, and I just I I suck at finishing because I have those per perfectionist tendencies. Yeah. Um, that's where also stand-ups help me because it's taught me to edit a little bit because yeah. I have a hard time editing scripts and stuff like that. Um, so I'm kind of using stand-up to go back and teach myself some of the basic lessons of of writing but i'm i'm really hoping that i'll have a few finished things by the time yeah i'm this is exciting to see it's it was kind of also um uh, people forget sometimes about the mental aspects that go into writing as well because you you mentioned mm -hmm. you talk about when you do begin the process you, you want to be as perfect as possible mm -hmm. uh, but i recall being at sesame and and they didn't say this as bluntly as i'm going to say it but it was essentially your first shit's gonna suck it's going to it's going to suck ass. It's just that's the way it is. And the first draft is never going to be the finished product at the end of the day anyway. So one thing we we try to work on at the workshop is just completing the project and then we'll we'll go back and we'll edit and we'll fix things and make it more interesting, more funnier. But the uh, the object of and again for anyone who's out there who is interested in in, in in starting their own screenplay or in the middle of a screenplay where they're stuck on one DM Travis on Facebook. You can probably <laughs> hit up Cr Denman. No, and, uh, they can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. But nevertheless, yes, I, I I'm so happy to have Kate a part of this because it's I'm it was specifically for people like Kate who again who of course have a ton of scripts that they want to put out to the world. But trying to finally get over that hump and finish the process, and it's just like it always gets tossed to the side. And a lot of it has to do with you, like it, your pride plays a part in it, because again, you mm. see a lot of great work out there, and you want it to be as good as some of that work that's out there that you enjoy. And so you kind of get into your own head. You start to say, "Why am I not that funny? Or why am I my story's not that interesting?" And Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a matter of starting and finishing. Mm -hmm. And once you get that process underneath you, the confidence naturally builds and you're able to actually see a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I think there's also like a lot of pressure if you want to pursue something in the arts or a career in the arts or that you have. There's an idea, at least to me, that you have to kind of excel at it to be successful yeah, and to make sure. a living off of it so yes. i think that i think that just adds to the pressure to the pressure Absolutely. and like that's one thing that just like paralyzes me because like especially living in a city in st louis where, where granted there are a lot of very talented people and that's that's kind of um why i love writing because i i have started to meet these people and write for people i know and right. i think that's great and i think there's just as talented people here um but the stigma is like if you want to do something like screenwriting here it would be considered more of a hobby, you know? Like yes, very much at, so. Whereas, um, you know, in L.A. or New York or Atlanta, like, that's a real job. That is somebody's actual job that they're going to every day. And it's yes. so frustrating. And it's very funny. Because you might put as much work into it as 
you know, the people in other cities, but here it's like not a real job. I will say that that was a funny thing. Going to the coffee shops and and here in St. Louis, you go to the coffee shop, you know, you're the lone guy probably in the Starbucks in the corner working on you. You go to basically every coffee shop in New York. It's weird when they ask you to like move along too, right? (laughs) That's messed up. Sorry, put your pants on. Mm -hmm. So that whole thing's different. Part of my process. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to, uh, I want to remind everybody we're going to do target practice here in a minute. We've got a couple topics I want to hit before we do that, and we'll just finish up with target practice. Uh, Travis, I'm going to cap you at 4.1 minutes on this. Whistleblower complaint against Trump declassified could be released Thursday. Today, the, uh, the news just going wild right now. I'm curious as to what an impeachment boner means. Mm. Uh, I believe that's a hashtag that's happening. It is. Uh, can we just... There it is. Can we just do Trav's a... Trav's impeachment boner. Can we just do a quick coverage of this and not uh, 48 <laughs> minutes? Uh, it appears... <laughs> He's going... No, I'm trying... Oh, I only... You're, no, you're Michael I'm, Scott at, the, at Chili's. He's like, oh, only one? Only uh, one? Hang on, uh, hang on. Let me make a call. Yeah. Uh, I'll, actually, I'll just give you what the news... Uh, has already shared. It, it appears that uh, the whistleblower's complaint is out uh, completely. It's been declassified and released. The whistleblower says that President Trump tried to get Ukraine to interfere in the 2020 election. The White House tried to cover it up. At the center of the complaint is not only the President of the United States, but his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, and the current Attorney General, Bill Barr. The acting spy chief of the Department of National Intelligence is currently testifying in front of the Intelligence Committee, I believe on the House side, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is going on as we currently speak. I don't have any particular updates from that at the moment, uh, but it does appear uh, the words that have been used, a chilling effect from the read in regards to the whistleblower's complaint that outlines that the president attempt to solicit Information for our foreign government in order to dig up dirt on the former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, and his son, Hunter. So that's where we stand currently on it. Where it will go after this, it, I, I honestly, I don't even think the Democrats know where it goes after this. I think more of the information that becomes clear to the public, I think, it, depending on how the public ultimately reacts to the complaint, I think we'll see the direction in which the Democrats go. But it, it does not. Sounder. I know you're rooting for him. I am. I am. Absolutely. I'm rooting for uh, this man to be impeached oh. for several reasons. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I hope the whole system uh, is absolutely burned down to the ground because Careful. it's very clear that it's Careful. a revolution. Oh, uh, but, no, That's yeah. Typically I, works yeah, out. Yeah, as my agenda has highlighted, yeah. I am very clear that, you we know. Need a, we need a sounder for breaking news <laughs> with that. Oh, we do. <laughs> like, when we've done, and we should maybe do it ourselves. I think so. As Modest Mouth, because Modest oh, no. Mouse was in last night. It was. They were. Uh, we were. Actually, I thought about going outside the Enterprise and kind of performing Before, on the yeah. street. Yeah. Busking, if you will. Yeah, just to kind of warm the people up that were entering the arena. But um, I was thinking, like, it's got to sound urgent, right? Like the sounder, when right. you hear, like, a breaking news sounder. So is it, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do? Like, is that good enough? Or uh-huh. what do you think? I think it has to be intense but silly because it is silly that we're at this point in our democracy. Okay. So it has to be like, do, 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 do. It has to have like an ending at the end that sounds like okay. kind of cartoonish. So we'll be like, Enrique. There and then just a, Enrique. a drop. <laughs> By the way, did he ever get a hold of Enrique? Uh, eventually. They uh, did. He did get yeah. a hold so of Enrique. Hello, Enrique. Yeah. But yeah, Enrique. This, this is a. Like, 
Hello. Hello. This is, and then we talked about it just very briefly uh, off uh, during the break. Is uh, even during his press conference mm-hmm. yesterday at the UN, uh, he wasn't his usual defiant self. And it, I'm not saying that this guy is is feeling it right now, but I think for the first time we've seen publicly that this president is beginning to crumble under serious allegations. When I say, and I feel I, like I've heard you say that. No, not, no, not crumble, like, but as far as publicly. No, I like, I, I think I've said that he, he should have long been impeached be, before this recent incident. But it, during the press conference, people were noting just it, he wasn't his normal hands out in front of the mic and being antagonistic self. And he was a different looking. Trump Sit down. Yesterday. He wasn't that guy yesterday. He was. What very, a stupid question. I, and I think, I mean, look, I, I think, I think we said this the other day and I, it was recently reported by the Washington Post um, uh, to this effect. I, I think he thought that uh, like, oh shit, I was in the clear. They weren't going to impeach me over the Mueller report. And now I found a new way to step back into it. Like, I think he's now realizing, oh, they're not impeaching me for that Russian shit. Oh, they're impeaching me for this. Oh, so I think that's starting to set in that he realized that I actually could have gotten away with this if I had just kept my hands in my pocket and shut the hell up. That's enough. (laughs) But that's that's the thing. Maybe Pelosi knew that. Maybe she just knew that this son of a bitch couldn't hold it in long enough to actually shut the hell up up until election. And he ultimately told on himself. And because of that, America will hopefully be safer. Great analysis, Trev. Okay. Uh, Travis Rell, everybody. Uh, one others. There's who's, betting who's your odds. president next? Magic Johnson? Yeah. Can I, can, are we allowed to throw names out there uh, as America? I pay taxes. I should be allowed to throw a name out there. Oh, let me see your tax returns. Yeah, okay. careful on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, online gambling sites taking bets on alien disclosure. Oh. Vegas is now getting involved with this. We got word yesterday that the folks in Vegas are now taking a line on, is it the arrival of aliens or information exposed about aliens? Government disclosure. Government disclosure. They already did. Well, no, they just said we don't know what that was. And that the video shouldn't have been out there to begin with. Which, by the way, someone should investigate put it into all of our yeds. You happy about that? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. My yed. No, but uh, Bovada now is taking bets... On government disclosure of aliens. Okay. Kate For the end of exist. this year, I think it's 5,000 to 1. End of next year, it drops in half. That's not bad. To 2,500 to 1. So, we're getting closer, folks. <laughs> to contact. We're getting closer. Kate. We've had contact. But leave it up to Americans that... You know, the big concern would be how should we respond as a government, as a society? Should we? No, the big question is, do I place a bet there on any is. of this that right is, is that not America? So I need to consult uh, one person uh, or a group of people. I would think ancient astronaut theorists. Mm-hmm. Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Okay, Thank I'll you. place a bet. Thank then. you. How Thank long you. before Bavada puts up a line for the end of the world? Ooh. And how does that pay out? All, uh, all I know is I'll feel fine. That's a good question. Oh, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Shut your face. Let's let's do some target practice. It is time for target practice. 
hell was that? That was Trav's impeachment like, boner. Sounds like Kate would be allergic to that. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> uh, we do promise a much more prepared and uh, very fun live show version of this Flyover Comedy Festival this year. You can get tickets online now. I highly recommend that. We're going to pack that place. So come out and see Travis, that. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, you said you help people with writing. How come you've taken no interest in my movie, Barricade? Well, you Barricane? know, Barricane. You know what? Here's what I'll do. It's a fair question. It, get, can you get me a log line by next Wednesday? What's a log line? A log line. Give me a log line. One sentence summary of the story. Bears are in a hurricane. Oh. Well, I kind of. We should make it a little bit more interesting Maybe. than that. Is there a? Oh, is there an individual? They're apex predators. I understand that, but is there a group of people trying to stop this barricade from of happening? Of course, probably. All right, well, then mention them, and you're so. Who's not, your protagonist? Well, Where's the conflict? The What's the inciting incident? How did the barricade? How did the bears and the hurricane become one? You you were just talking about Endgame Siberia. about how there are details. Climate change. Okay. They, okay. There you go. Climate change in Siberia. And the bears, <laughs> they, they, they fall into the ocean, and then all of a sudden a hurricane happens, and then they're, it gets bigger and bigger. It gets bigger and bigger. Climate change right. is getting worse and worse. Okay. All right. Well, this that's movie, a good start. White Claw, has a new meaning. Ooh, that Bird could be yeah. good product placement. That is. Mm-hmm. That would be smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a sponsor. Look at the bears. You're always a salesman. Yeah. That's, that's just reminded me of the movie White Fang. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Good. That's a good Jack film. London. Oh, that's my other favorite porn, White Pontang. No, it's called Pootie. What? Uh, All right, guys. Uh, today we'll be roasting Hurricane Karen, the <laughs> ominous creature out in the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we'll get to that. Do you uh, have a Do you have a Do you have a photo of Hurricane Karen? Uh, I do. Yeah. What does she look like? Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's absolutely her. her. Uh, There's no doubt. That is Hurricane Karen. Oh my God. Live, laugh, love. That's, that's so amazing. Hurricane <laughs> um, Karen. Kate is our guest. We'll let her uh, kick things off. What do you got, Kate? All right. Uh, well, the internet blew up with this speak to the manager yeah. comment, so I did one generic speak to the manager. Please, so please. Just get it out of the way up front. Yeah. Uh, Tropical Storm Karen expected to upgrade to a Category 5 hurricane if she doesn't get to speak to a manager. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I got Travis, what you got? Meteorologists believe Hurricane Karen will sweep up the coast into Atlanta, where she is expected to pick up Jaden and Blake from an AAU basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hurricane Karen called the National Weather Service because Hurricane Lorenzo and Humberto were milling around and up to no good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 where y'all going? Hurricane, y'all stay out of Texas now. Just walking, ma'am. All right. I feel like my next one's along those lines. Uh, Tropical Storm Karen spends a few days in the Bahamas listening to Bob Marley and getting cornrows, but she'll still call the police on your cookout. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. It's so good. Trev? The National Weather Service fear that Hurricane Karen will pick up strength after it realized it didn't have a coupon for North Carolina and that Florida was outside without a permit. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be here, Florida. Where where is that? Where is it? That's the rule. That's the rule. That's (laughs) not... Like, don't be mad at me. Uh, Kate just mentioned it, but I, I know Hurricane Karen may make pit stops in Bahamas and Florida, which can be a bit of a wild time. Really, she's just a homebody who wants to curl up with a good book. <laughs> 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 
God, that is every profile on Bumble. Switch it up, women. Kate. Let's see. Uh, tropical Storm Karen slips into a tropical depression after hearing Property Brothers was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite so far. <laughs> Travis. Uh, Hurricane Karen began to rage to the south over the weekend after it realized that McDonald's was no longer serving breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to get a little weird, but it does fit the uh, hurricane photo he said. Hurricane Karen slept with Hurricane Dorian while Hurricane Jerry filmed. <laughs> that is your best freaking joke on target practice live. Yes, sir, Chris Denton. Those are all real hurricanes. That was a, that's a that. great job. Uh, that is outstanding. Why Hurricane Jerry filmed. That is hilarious, sir. Well done. Right, good. Um, that's good. Jesus. Uh, tropical Storm Karen is centered 65 miles south of San Juan, moving at north at eight miles an hour in a rascal scooter. <laughs> Gardner, will you transition to a rascal at, at some point with it, to go away from your regular scooter? Um, I'll probably be more of a hover-round man, my guy. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Something similar, but either way, I'll still have a game. You'll still have a game. Yes. Yeah. How important. many more do you guys have? I have, I have one a more. couple more. Okay. Um, I have like two and a half. But okay, that's fine. Yeah. We'll work through. Um, they're Her not great. No. Hurricane Karen would like you to know that she's not racist. She knows five tornadoes who are black. Hurricane Karen could destroy countless homes and families, ruin vacations. It's definitely going to make a fool out of herself in Florida. Completely unrelated, Hurricane Karen is Kate's nickname every Mardi Gras. Oh. 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 If I knew it was safe to drop an F-bomb. <laughs> you can say anything you want. Man, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's rude. All right. <laughs> Fucking rude. Uh, <laughs> although I did, I did, like, there's a patch in my hair after I take a shower. If I don't, like, brush through it right away, it becomes, like, bristly and, like, <laughs> like witch hair. I'm like, oh, my God, if I don't watch this in 10 years, I'm going to be speaking to a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, how God planned this. This is genetic. This is how it starts. Um, okay. Uh, this is a meteorology joke uh they all are but this one particularly <laughs> um tropical storm karen avoiding warm fronts because she stands behind this thin blue line <laughs> that is outstanding what a oh here what we a, gotta, that's good that's great we've got some uh, listener comments get your get out your sharpies hurricane karen's going to white people mecca also known as destin uh, and tropical storm karen and that's from jamie moyer's fancy foyer from black sheep Tropical Storm Karen has her own self-proclaimed parking spot at the PTO school meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me, guys. Uh, Hurricane Karen returned to a calm tropical storm after the U.S. Air Force actually took Florida man's advice and shot it with pumpkin pumpkin spice missiles. Nate, <laughs> <laughs> how many more you got? Uh, I just one and a half. One and um, a half. Tropical Storm Karen brings flash floods, mudslides, and power outages, power outages to Puerto Rico, as well as a devastating trail of unused Kohl's cash. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were good. Perfect. They said I could still use these. Mm -hmm. You just did that. That's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> 
You need anything? Get it. Where are you going? Coles. Coles. Oh, I got. Oh. I got some cash left. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it before it expires, baby. We're white, Gardner. It's all our money. Yeah. Coles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we should celebrate that during. Cotton you have to put that down. Put that down. Maybe we see if we can get them to sponsor that. Nice jeans for five dollars at Labor Day. I bought a sport coat. Five dollars. Travis, you got one more? That was it for me, bro. I'm done, too. What do you she got? Just, it, it's not a full joke. It's this her, tropical storm. Karen doesn't believe in climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What exactly. a great way to end it. That's a good note. Nice. Give it up. Way go. to go. That was fun. Take that, tropical storm, Karen. That was fun. That was so, right. that was so much we fun. We talk so much shit for being in the Midwest about <laughs> yeah, hurricanes. Yeah, for being a bad... Oh, yeah, stupid hurricane. Hurricane. Mm, no, thank you. No, I don't want none of that. I don't want to be part of that whatsoever. Uh, guys, uh, quick reminder. Happiest hour tonight. Molly Ambergy, Kate Barton, Libby Higgins, 6 o'clock, free show. Stop by 3224 Locust. It's the second floor. Sophie's at a great cocktail lounge. We'll have Jack Daniels and Schlafly specials. Very, very excited to uh, have this show today. I believe uh, Libby has uh, put us on to a visiting New York comic to, that uh, she's friends with. It's oh, going to do a guest behind. So, yeah, should be a good time. We'll all be there, and we expect you all to be there as well. Garden? I think I might have found it, but I'm not quite sure because I haven't listened to it yet. But it might be the full version of the radio open. Oh, beautiful. So let me see. There might be if an it's not, edit. Travis did make an edit at one point and drop some beats into it. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's about 38 seconds that long. That sounds right. That so sounds right. So I think it, this could be it. If not, there might be okay. more edit in it. Let's but hear it. I wanted to play this since Casey Kate Reeves mentioned it as well. Yep. One, two, three, four. Got two rookies on the radio. One is fast, one is slow. One is black, one is white. Turn that radio up tonight. They got football, baseball, MMA. Probably not tennis, probably not croquet. Writers and comedians every day. Yeah. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. That man has put out like four albums, and he's a very legitimate musician, and we subjected him to that. I'm so (laughs) proud of him. That was pretty badass. Never done radio before? You have your own theme song? Get out of here. We're great. We're awesome. I play that every time I bring a lady to the bedroom. Where'd you find that? An uh, An old online episode or something? No, I have it in my files. <laughs> Never know a gardener doesn't delete. I have archives back oh to... Oh, boy. 2004? For wow. radio stuff? From KMOX stuff. Oh, wow. And then I have all my 101 stuff. Anything admissible in court? I was going to say. Like, uh, I think oh, he's, he's saving that. Oh, there he does. Are, yeah. What you yeah. do yeah. Be careful. Is you this. set up your hard drive yep. with a device. You call from a particular burner cell phone, and it releases... Something and it burns your hard drive. So he's got a a, wow. mm, a cyanide capsule. Plus, you also get wow. a second laptop for all your sensitive information. Wow. So there's that. Uh, you can see more of that tonight. Again, happiest hour, St. Louis. Chris, You're welcome, people. Gardner, you'll enjoy this recent update in regard to the whistleblower situation. Here, of course, in Missouri, we had Eric Greitens where they would use an app where they would message each other. Confide. They would use Confide. Well, apparently. I'm the best at Twitter. The complaint, when it reached the White House, was sent through a particular messaging app that would make no. things disappear. No. So once people read it, it would, like your snap, go away forever. Like magic. Like magic. So Dong so Pick was sent? 
God knows. Wow, wouldn't that be funny if that comes back full circle to Stormy Daniels? <laughs> this is just That'll all show, comes back, everybody. right? There. <laughs> uh, big thanks to everybody for tuning in today. Thanks to Kate, and excited to see her tonight again at Happiest Hour with Molly and Libby as well. Six o'clock start for comedy. It's a very fun time, and uh, we're very proud to be doing that show. Thanks to Jack Daniels. Uh, Kate, anything coming up? Or uh, yeah, what are some dates, about? pal? Jack, like tonight is tonight. a really big night for it me. It is. Yeah, okay. five really teachers big. and a New boyfriend. boyfriend. Five teachers. This could Honor. be bad. Yeah. And especially Libby Higgins. Uh, especially after uh, all those roasts you put out there. I hope no Karens are in the oh audience. Oh, God. That's that's could be bad. Uh, for Gardner, for Kate Barton, for Travis Terrell, we're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. See you then. Bye. Peace. Perched. Oh.